and welcome to Weekly Weird News, brought to you by Cutting the Ball in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben, and as always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. And Claire. Hi. And uh, we're going to find some talk about some stuff we found on the internet this week that's wild and wonderful and is a smorgasbord of the absurd and downright annoying, or maybe depressing. We'll find out. It's a mixed bag. It is. It's very mixed bag. This is the Christmas edition, by the way, isn't it? I believe, Christmas yeah. edition. Christmas so, week. Although none of the stories have any Christmas relevance. No. <laughs> we, Mine sort of. Eh? Mine sort of. Yours is sort of, actually, yeah. 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 Other than that, but uh, all right, let's start with the news that um, Tucker Carlson, Fox News TV host, host let's not say reporter, does uh, make sexist claim that COVID feminises people. Okay. Well, this is a bit of a left-leaning site, so it's going to be a little bit biased. Obviously, we try and give everyone a fair hearing unless they're making absurd claims. I just thought this was an absurd claim. Oh, we give everyone a hearing. Well, yeah. A fair hearing. Yeah, and then we decide it's they're biased. talking bullshit. <laughs> Fox News star Tucker Carlson managed to combine sexism and medical misinformation during an interview with conservative British politician turned broadcaster Nigel Farage. I fucking hate Nigel Farage. Where the pair started out mocking Boris Johnson, then drifted into the surreal. Citing, quote, somebody who knows him, quote, end quote, Carlson claimed Johnson's March 2020 bout with Covid essentially changed the British Prime Minister's gender. So what, is he Betty Johnson now, is he? <laughs> He's, this is a quote. Getting Covid emasculated him, it changed him, it feminised him, end quote. Carson claimed he'd been told it weakened him as a man. <laughs> Farage acknowledged that Johnson had become quite ill from his infection and insinuated the PM's weight might have had something to do with how coronavirus affected him but Carlson continued to push his own bizarre take on the situation. Again, I'm going to quote him, The virus itself, this is true, it does tend to take away the life force in some people, he said. Uh, it does feminise people, no one ever says it, but it's true. But according to fucking rapper that I can't think of, her cousin... Cardi B? Yeah, no, the other one. Oh, the one with the ass. Yeah. Oh, crap, what's her name? Oh, why can't I remember it? All I can think of her is her ass cheeks clapping. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> shit. Oh, that's going to bug the shit out of me now. Oh, yeah, anyway, there's some rapper and her cousin says that your balls swell up. So sure that of a vaccine. More, so that makes you more manly, doesn't it? What's her name? Come on. It's, it's bugging me now. Oh. Oh, it'll come to me. Yeah, but Tucker Carlson thinks that adding COVID makes you less of a man. There you go. Feminising people. Feminising, you know, Boris is going to be walking around with a fucking handbag soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucked up mentality. I haven't had COVID, so I'm more manly. It's a bit mad. He'll get COVID next week, you watch. I'll guarantee you. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck Tucker Carlson. Should we move on? Yeah. Peter launches grizzly clothing campaign with garments made from human leather. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Animal rights. I'd, I'd wear that shit. 
I love that. I love the look of that. That's fucking ace. That's got somebody's lips on it. Yeah, it's, oh. a, it's like a face leather jacket. We're looking like a jacket of what he was trying to make out of Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, looks fucking yeah. awesome. It also looks a bit Picasso, doesn't it? It's a bit Ed Gein. Yeah. yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre type of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. Where did you get? Where did they get these from? Well, it's it's they're supposedly made. It's a, it's a satirical online mm. store. We'll get to it. Animal rights group Peter, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, has launched a grizzly-looking campaign in which they've attacked shops that sell leather products by featuring garments supposedly made from human leather. The satirical online store is called Urban Outraged, which is a clear and obvious pun on the popular high street shop Urban Outfitters. I've never heard of Urban Outfitters, but that's just me. I've heard of them. I've heard of them. And features a number of items purportedly created from human parts. Well, I'd wear it. I would. I'd fucking love it. It's a bullshit website to, you know, raise awareness. Mm Mm-hmm. In a press release, the clothing is described as being made of the finest leather that on second look... Really Nicki Minaj! Yes. Nicki Minaj! That's it. Sorry. I couldn't have contained the excitement for a mm. moment. I just asked cheeks for clapping in front of my eyes. It <laughs> 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 was just clapping in front of me, these beautiful globes. <laughs> it was her cousin, wasn't it? Yes. Said they knew someone whose balls had sw- swallowed. That's right. Yeah. But sure, that would make you more of a man having massive mm. testicles. People do that, like, you know, insert in saline into their testicles. They do, they? yeah, yeah. Weirdos. My favourite is a South Park episode where he puts his balls in the microwave so he can get medicinal marijuana <laughs> and all the men in town do it and they're bouncing around their balls like space hoppers <laughs> getting really high. Uh, <laughs> utopian future. <laughs> but he's also got, like, four foot wide testicles <laughs> two foot wide testicles he's bouncing on like a space up and yeah bring it on he is getting high as fuck he's, he's high yeah. he's good sorry I, I, had to, I had to just in there Mike please carry on on second look they reveal human faces on the jackets human teeth on the shoes and human blood oozing from the bag I'd still fucking buy it sweet as fuck it's metal it's metal I Gaga in that dress she wore something similar once anyway didn't yeah. she she wore a meat mm. dress dress yeah I'd buy that, it looks fucking ace. I don't know, I'll have that face leather jacket every day of the week. No, I think it's creepy. Just a don't bit. Don't turn up to a, in a, to a date wearing that, Ben. It wouldn't be cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm Ben. Oh, I'm really, oh, when you outside, I'm to the pub for you, I'm the guy in the face skin leather jacket. <laughs> With the chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll be that guy. I do like it. Oh, that's fucking sweet. That's cool as fuck, man. No, we've moved away from, like, you know, fur coats and that, haven't But have we moved away from wearing the skin of your enemies? <laughs> Saying that, though, they did some tests on some big brands fluff around the edge of these, like, you know, winter coats. And some of them are, are still, like, little uh, raccoon dogs. Oh, eh? Fuck. And they didn't say on the label, I take it. No, they, they were saying that it was, you know... Fake fur. Plastic fur, whatever shocking. it is. That is shocking. It's yeah. shocking, isn't it? So it's still happening. That's, you know, probably why they could still campaign. Fur trade will never go away. Never. Mm. Some countries still allow it. Yeah. Norway 
don't they? Finland, like I think, farm, just makes yeah. Oh, I'm up for it. There's nah. plenty of dead humans. Let's make fucking leather jackets and human skin. <laughs> well, I'm gonna when I die, right? I'm gonna have my tattoos taken off and made into a shirt for you. All right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. But you can't. Moving on, right. yeah. hundreds and thousands of people have responded to a Facebook event inviting them to attend a Christmas rave at 10 Downing Street. I also want to just you know, express my disgust at this complete fucking lack of disregard for anybody. You do you want to explain to our foreign listeners who might not understand? Yeah, okay, basically there's been a big scandal in the UK recently. It turned out last year when all of us were sort of told, don't go and see your nan, Christmas is cancelled kind of thing. Lockdown. Lockdown. Yeah, people weren't allowed to go and visit their dying relatives. No, they weren't. We were very they much died alone. Yeah, they died alone in hospital. They couldn't go and see. You know, people were burying relatives in the space of a couple of weeks, and it turns out that the Tory party decided to have a bit of a fucking Christmas party. Our ruling party. Had a bit of, there was no social of course distancing. They did. And it doesn't surprise you one The bit. video footage literally came out of the pr- former press secretary just laughing about it on they camera. They tried to deny it, of course they did. And then there's footage emerged of Jacob Rees-Mogg, who was actually the chairman of the House of Commons and such a, Victorian, a haunted Victorian pencil, he looks like, <laughs> going, oh, don't worry, they won't investigate this in a year's time. And the Met Police then confirmed they wouldn't investigate it. Because why would they? Because the guy, the woman in charge is a fucking dame. She's not going to fucking risk that, is she? No. Like you said, this joke event set-up was in response to the news that number 10 had held a party last December. One uh, person decided to make the Met aware of the Christmas rave, letting them know that they'd be more than welcome to come along and get absolutely twatted with us. (laughs) They wrote... Hey guys, giving you a heads up on the relatively small rave happening on the 24th of December at 10 Downing Street. Feel free to uh, turn off your body cams and scanners and get absolutely twatted. We won't grass on you. (laughs) (laughs) They have responded and they're like, we have been made aware of this, thank you. (laughs) Did they have a smiley face then? No, they didn't. (laughs) No, because if they do try and get a rave at number 10, they're going to get arrested and put in prison, aren't they? Straight away. Let's go. We'll put V masks on at the end of V for Vendetta. It'll be sweet as fuck. Because the rules only apply to us, not to them, innit? What you don't know is I spent the last ten years making an elaborate system of railways under the Houses of Parliament. Which I've loaded with a train full of TNT. <laughs> and fireworks. That's where I've been every Wednesday night for the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. Someone commented on the on the thread of it. Roger that. We'll be there and bring and we'll bring the sherbet. <laughs> I'm taking that drug slang. Yeah. yeah. Which is another new story, isn't it? Found all like traces of cocaine in the bathroom. Oh yeah. In Parliament. Next to Boris and Pretty Patel's offices. Yeah. Eleven out of the twelve bathrooms contain traces of cocaine. Where any MPs, journalists, and certain people are allowed to go, aren't they? Yeah. Will anything happen? They won't prosecute them. Of course not. Even though they had a sniffer dog in there. Crazy. 
They should have locked down and said, you know, look, we want roadside tests right here, right now. Well, you know, if that, if people that, are doing it at work. If that happened at yeah. where I worked, right, but, they went yeah. in and had a sniffer dog for some reason. Like that, every every toilet in the place is full of fucking has got cocaine traces. They'd have us in for drug testing immediately, wouldn't of course. they? Anywhere you would, would do the same. Anywhere, yeah. if, drug, everyone's getting drug tested. Fine, positive. You'd be sacked on the yeah, spot. Absolutely. So it's, it's another example of one rule for them, one another rule for us, isn't it? And that's what Bugs and the Mose and he went on TV telling me I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and we're going to go to Plan C, which is going to be a light, little light lockdown again, where you should consider working well if you can, which sadly I can't. And it's bullshit because why should I do what you can't do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, I'll put the mask on when I go in the shop because it's 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 a minor inconvenience for the 30 seconds I'm at the till on my phone when I do the facial recognition thing. Yeah, I can set my watch up, but I don't know how. There we go. I'm a fucking technophobe in some ways. But, yeah, it's, you know, I'll sit that on because that's not just not being a twat to everybody. In Japan and the South and the Far East, that sort of region... In flu season, they wear masks at a courtesy. Mm-hmm. Why can't we do the same? Yeah. You're going, oh, it causes CO2 build-up. Yeah, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's why surgeons do 12-hour fucking surgeries wearing a mask. Yeah. That's what you want doing your surgery. Some bloke after 12 hours of breathing in his own CO2. How fucking much of a numbnuts are you? <laughs> it's ridiculous. The masks uh, for operations socks like... Spits and bits and yeah, stop germs from the doctor getting into open wounds and, yeah. and germs from you getting into the doctor's mouth. Let's not forget that. Oh, yeah. yeah, a bit of blood spurtage. Yeah, blood splatter, open mm. wounds, gangrenous wounds, things like that. You don't want that shit going out, you do you? Yeah. Works both ways, doesn't it? Yeah. It's protecting you and protecting other people. Well, like you know, people calling them, oh, I'm not wearing your bondage muzzle. Believe me, I've been to some fucking cracking websites and they're nothing like a bondage muzzle, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Alright, just tell you that right for now. It's, it's a, bit of, a bit of cloth about your mouth. <laughs> I've seen some bondage muscle, believe me, there. It's annoying. Nothing it, similar. I mean, if you still talk for a start. It is annoying <laughs> and it stings my glasses up at times. It's fucking annoying, but. It's the, it's the it's, couple of minutes you're in the shop, you know. Well, a bit longer in supermarkets, you're there. Good half an hour, aren't you? But I'm in and out, mate. <laughs> Beer aisle, snacks aisle, I'm done, I'm out. Doing online shop, it's easier. It's easy mixing with the populace. So he's going to rave then? <laughs> well, like Ben said, they're not going to be looking into it, the Met. They're saying that there's not enough evidence that there was a breach of health protection regulations and that woman, that advisor, she's resigned, hasn't she now? Mm-hmm. Well, so that'll just be swept under the carpet neatly, won't it? Yeah, but apparently on Facebook, I think we're up to a, up to a million attending or maybe attending... Is that the uh, Storm Area 51 yeah. thing we had going to our work? Yeah. Uh, if I remember correctly, there was a drive to Barnard Castle one. There was. <laughs> Test your eyesight. less popular. Test your eyesight. <laughs> drive a 150-mile round trip behind the wheel of a car on a motorway to test your eyesight. No, he only went to Barnard Castle to test his eyesight. Oh, that, that's... He decided to only drive a few miles, didn't he? That's right, With his yeah. wife and... Kid in the car. Kids in the car. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and go, oh man, that's a bit blurry today. 
Well, I should do is get my whole family in the car and take them on a little drive to Barnard Castle. Test me eyesight. Test me eyesight out to see if it's still working. <laughs> never mind endangering me, my family, and the other motorists I'm inevitably going to kill. Yeah. Expect uh, us to buy that bullshit. It was a <laughs> Michael Gove nearly agreed to oh, agree did the same. Are you seriously saying you go for a try to just your eyes say, dude? Ah, I'm not the best no, person to ask. I'm a terrible driver. <laughs> he nearly fucking, nearly <laughs> fucking, <laughs> nearly <laughs> did it. That fucking weasel. I hate the man. Yeah. Fucking, oh. He's on coke. Yeah. He used to have a coke addict. He used to have a coke addiction. That was fat, fact. The human version of Pob. <laughs> do you remember that? I do. He just spit on the window and then went <laughs> up. Oh, moving on from them. Yeah. Tory cunts. Tory cunts. Returning, uh, I'm going to say friend of the show at oh. this point. He's been on He's been done three or four times now. Just can't stop cropping up in the Daily Star, can he? He's making a fucking fortune. Yuri Toloko, the bo- Russian bodybuilder, takes his second sex doll wife on lavish honeymoon after the first one broke. <laughs> He's, he lives in Russia and he's whisked his plastic wife away for their honeymoon and has shared the couple's romantic trip away with his 100,000 Instagram followers. God, he's hairy. Yeah, and he's got 999,997 more Instagram followers than us. Shit. Sweet. <laughs> Thank you, well, Mike, you know what this you need to do, don't you? We need to get a sex. Yeah, you need to get a sex oh. doll and pose topless with it. Oh, well. <laughs> I thought it was obvious. I thought you mean I need to get a sex doll? <laughs> well, if you want to win his Instagram followers. Get him out the cupboard. I've already, I've already got about five. <laughs> I think you need a more sophisticated one, I'm afraid, <laughs> rather than the blow up one you got off Donnie uh, Market. <laughs> shit. A bodybuilder who shot to fame after he married a sex doll has been pictured on a lavish honeymoon with his second wife, who's also a sex doll. Yeah. Yuri Tolokov from Kazakhstan treated his new plastic love, Luna, to a week away in Bulgaria. <laughs> I can't fucking think of it. How is he going to book her a flying seat? He does. Yes. Oh. I used to know the Red Dwarf line, he's played as a Bulgarian pinup. Yeah. That's in Bulgaria. <laughs> Boys and the Dwarf. The 36-year-old has shared his holiday snaps with his thousands of followers who he has kept updated throughout his turbulent love life, even during his explosive affair with a random object. Oh, that came in between these two wives. It did, yeah. What was it? That was the chicken doll. The chicken doll? Yeah. It had the backside arse of a chicken (laughs) and the legs and the upper body. No, it didn't. It did. It was a chicken doll. It was like a metallic object that had grooves in it and it sort of... Well, he had the chicken doll as well. It's like the fourth time oh, he's been on. I don't remember the chicken the arse. Ch- he had the chicken arse doll, I'm telling you. Definitely. <laughs> I don't remember that one. It comes one year after he married his first plastic wife, Margot, who soon who he soon broke up with after these international headlines. He broke suit. She broke. Oh, she broke. I didn't break up. She so, broke. She broke. Sorry. Yuri said... The pandemic changed everyone's plans massively, so when the chance came to go to Bulgaria for work, I was happy I could take Luna. It was a work trip, but it was also so romantic that I consider it a honeymoon as well. We stayed in the capital, Sofia, for a week, and it was fabulous. I just folded her up and put her in my case. (laughs) 
It's Kaomi's She's got a huge breast. That was his she? first wife, Margot, yeah. Yeah, he met her in, he met her in a bar. No, she was waitressing and someone yeah. hit on her inappropriately, stepped in and they fell in love. Oh. <laughs> Genuinely, that's the story. I'm not making that up. That's what the he story. Claims, isn't it? It's what he claims. I'm going to carry on quoting him. One started having a romantic dinner. The waiter was surprised at my wife at first, but then he enjoyed watching us, presumably <laughs> because he's ordering two dishes of food and she's not fucking eating any of it. Yeah. Oh, you're not eating that. No, you want to keep, you know, you want to keep your that finger. nice, figure, nice figure, yeah. I'll stick it out for you. Yeah. I need the protein on my bodybuilder. Mm. <laughs> you think this is just an excuse for him to buy two dinners? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bodybuilder, I need, I need food, but I also want to dine out and I don't want the accusing stares of people judging me for fucking eat, ordering two dinners. <laughs> he should be like that Chinese guy at the buffet, he doesn't care, does he? Mm. Got all he can eat. He says that other diners also stopped to take photos with us. Yuri says everywhere they went, people were curious. He said someone asked to touch Luna because they'd never seen a sex doll before. I'd watch where you're touching it. Yeah. He added the stylists who made my wife's hair even asked about our sex... Made my wife's hair <laughs> even asked about our sex life. And Luna wore a very short skirt and men liked to watch as she sat on my lap. Also, in one of these meetings, she was not wearing any underwear, and this turned me on, and those around me noticed it too. So he's just <laughs> sat there with a fucking hard-on, with his pantyless sex doll sat on his lap, and he's probably fucking penetrating it, I'll guarantee oh. you. He has slipped it out of his fucking fly oh. and put it in her. Jeez. I'll guarantee it. This guy's a more of a deviant than I am, and that's saying something. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Do you think he's just trolling? I think that we're at the possibility where he's just trolling us all now for a bit of money. He must be making, he must be making a bit of money out of this. He's getting publicity. All right. I mean, I'm not saying he's not mentally ill, but I'm saying that on some level he must know what he's doing. Well, he's got the Instagram followers now, hasn't he? Mm. Hundred thousand of them. Loads of little little videos out, like you know, him doing her hair, him like you know, sitting, do you want some tea? You know, mm. really weird stuff to get people watching it. And the, it's, it's the adverts, isn't it? Yeah, so you get your revenue, yeah, 100k followers, you're in some level of income, aren't you? You're gonna keep doing the same thing, aren't you? Of course, working for you because some people just just sign up out the utter fascination of what you know, what the or you know, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, it was a temp at work, he's like 19. All he does on break or whenever he can get a chance is watch TikTok videos of random shit. Is he? Yeah. It's oh, random he's shit. Caught in the scrolling madness, in, isn't he? Yeah, he sits in the smoking area and I'm stood there having a fag and he doesn't even smoke. But he still sits out there and <laughs> just scrolls to, I can hear it going on as I'm... I'm, I'm as immediately I'm looking at Facebook because I was talking to him because he's looking at his phone and we're the only two there. Huh. So he's like, oh, fuck it, I'll get my phone out. Have mm. a scroll. Reply to a few texts. The conversation has uh, declined. Though, yeah, because you, you, you start talking, so someone does come out and you start having a conversation. He's like, what? What are you talking about? And then, But it's too late, you've moved on to the point mm. and he's the point behind because mm. he's just realised what the fuck's going on. You know, that is, that's, Sadly, what's going to happen? TikTok. It's mental. I don't even use it. I was going to. I was going to start getting into it. 
and just for the um, to, to push the pod and stuff, little little clips or something of me talking about a random conspiracy, get some extra listens or something like that. Plug an episode here and there, see what happens. But I, I don't think I can do it. I, I, I've seen how people react to it. Anyone can spout any bullshit they want. It's like it's unfettered. It's unrestricted. It's like YouTube back in the day before it was uh, heavily censored. It's bad that it's censored, what you're about. Yeah, I know. Say, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is bad that it's censored, censorship. but... <clears throat> but what... You're fucking idiots like this. Well, I know, but if people are interested, it's time, isn't it? Mm. I think most of it, like you it say, is, is probably out of a sick curiosity. Yeah, I know. And that's there the are thing. some, obviously, that think this is really cool and, like, he's a hero. I want to... I wish I could be a. Yeah. I wish I could be a Kazakhstani bodybuilder with a sex doll wife, with <laughs> absurdly large nipples. No, he's got absurdly large nipples. Yeah, he's got a better sex life than me too. So <laughs> <laughs> Until I get that puncture repair kit he has, anyway. <laughs> oh fuck, mate! <laughs> you need to get the latex version, mate. Uh-huh. You need to get to his level. Yeah. Okay, moving on. I I had a Bigfoot story this week. I was, I didn't. I decided against it in uh, the end. It's could be the same one. If someone in mine, Bigfoot was squatting down, and then he stood up. He's obviously having a shit, and someone was filming him. <laughs> you know, let's. I want, can we watch the video too? Or we'll... what? The Bigfoot shit? No, no. This one. I do want to watch it. But I want to watch it alone. No. <laughs> Alright, fair enough. Hello. Bigfoot is a f- I love a Bigfoot story, he's a friend of the show. Muscular and hairy, Bigfoot ran through forests like Olympic sprinter, says filmmaker. Oh well he can shift. Exclusive. Seth breeds love. <laughs> Tells Daily Star he spotted a hairy and hulking ape-like animal sprint across a clearing while pumping its arms back and forth like an athlete. Bigfoot Olympics? Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what fuck the Paralympics off yeah. I wanted the big I fuck the regular Olympics off I wanted yeah. the Bigfoot Olympics yeah. I wanted the Yeti go against Sasquatch I think we've got some great apes in this we've got some Bigfoots in this country too I want to see I want to see that I want to see international international teams of Bigfoots competing against each other in, a, in, in an Olympic Games who doesn't want to see that Fuck the regular Olympics yeah. off. I think they'd be great at uh, long jump. High jump, long jump, shot throwing, put. shot put, fucking out, wrestling would be awesome. Bigfoot wrestling, who's going to see that? They wouldn't be so good at 100 metres, would they? No, well, they're not, well you know how fast this one can go. Well, yeah, I imagine that they'd need to take a while before they get up to speed, but... The acceleration might be slow, but the final pace would be mm. bliss, would be a little more long distance. They'd piss marathons. Would they? Yeah. But fucking air. Oh yeah, okay. Well, cold weather marathons, yeah. Cold Arctic weather ma- marathons. Yeah. Arctic marathons. Yeah. History. That's what you do. Big for Olympics. Arctic marathon. Mm-hmm. Winter Olympics, then, wouldn't it? True. Don't you can see that the. Um, I want to see a big for a luge. <laughs> Who doesn't want to see that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to oh, see. I want to see the first big for cool. Olympic bobsleigh team. <laughs> <laughs> How big would the bobsleigh be? Be immense. <laughs> You want like a small space shuttle going down the fucking ramp? That'd be ace. Oh, Bigfoot Olympics make it happen. 
Seth breeds love around small town monsters. <laughs> Sorry, we're such a Netflix up by anything. Yeah. <laughs> Film production company says he was sceptical the mythological beast really existed when he first began making the documentary series on the trail of Bigfoot. Although he says he wasn't out to disprove anything, he believed it was quite unlikely a giant creature like the Sasquatch was able to live in the forests undetected by humans for centuries. This changed when he was driving on a quad bike through a rural area in Minerva, as Ohio, as you do, and spotted an unusual figure with proportions he couldn't explain. Recording what happened, Seth told Daily Star, we were in Minerva doing a shoot in an area that has reported Bigfoot activity. We had experienced things ourselves. The night before, we were out driving around, hanging up trail cameras, mostly so we could get photographs of wildlife. We didn't expect to get photos of Bigfoot or anything. But Seth said he was left amazed when he saw an ape-like animal running at incredible pace. Incredible pace. The filmmaker explains we were crossing over a pipeline, which is like a small clearing going up the side of a hill. As we were driving past the clearing, I looked up and I saw something dark brown running on two legs covered in hair. There is the possibility that this is a very hairy, naked sprinter out <laughs> at midnight. Very hushed. No, he's like... He, that's his hobby. He yeah. like, he's a very hairy man, mountain man. That's what that tall. means, isn't it? Hmm? That's what his shoot means, isn't it? I've no idea. Yeah. Go on then. <laughs> you, you threw me with your, 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 your grammar police gun at go, me. Your, your theosaurus police gun at me. Oh, you're so stupid. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a stupid gentleman that is. Mm-hmm. Pumping his arms and, and streaking past me nude. Yeah, basically that. It could be just a really hairy yeah. man. Out naked running. Could have been a bear. Could have been a bear. Bears don't pump their arms. Bears near Ohio. I don't know. It's a good point. Valid point. Any Ohio listeners, let us know if you have bears. Looking like looking like a sprinter. Yeah. Bears don't do that. He only got a glimpse of it, maybe an eighth of a second. Oh come on. To a second and a half time. Oh fucking hell. That's nothing. (laughs) That's a blink of an eye. Oh no. Percentage on that. Could be anything. Oh, I blinked my. I, I blinked for a second and then saw a brown fucking figure uh, pumping its arms, sprinting past the camera. And oh, come on! We could hear it moving around the woods, but never saw it again after that. What? So you showed you its ass for an eighth of a second mm-hmm. while it streaked past you. It was a bigfoot. Bigfoot teens, right? On campus. This is bigfoot. You. They're in this area. And one got a bit drunk and, and went streaking. We're going streaking! And he was the only one that did it. How can you tell? <laughs> I'm presuming... They wear jeans and things, they normally. <laughs> Shaved his paws beforehand. <laughs> they all rock double denim. No, no one rocks double denim anymore, right? That's just you. Bigfoot does. Bigfoot does not rock double <laughs> denim. He's a friend of the show and has more sense. I'm rocking double denim in the apocalypse. Yeah, and I'll kill you for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you and... Oh, probably, probably eat your buttocks, fry them, <laughs> fry them up. Fair, fair enough. But rump. It's really hardy, isn't it? That's um, what I mean. Yeah, you can double it up. You can make uh, all sorts out of it. It's, yeah. You can put spikes on the on the lapels. <laughs> yeah, but it's double denim when that went out with status quo. It won't matter in the apocalypse. 
It will matter because certain standards start to maintain, otherwise civilization falls apart. Uh, double denim. Double denim. Jerry mullet. Oh my god, you can't take humanity back to arguably the worst <laughs> decade. Uh-huh. <laughs> Some sort of helmet as well. <laughs> well possibly. <laughs> a helmet with a mullet attached, probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, he bald by that point. <laughs> well, probably the fallout, yeah. <laughs> what you could do is gather your hair up yeah. and put it into a mullet on the back of your helmet. Or you could go full Lord Humongous. He could do. He's got some leather straps. A bit straps. gimpy, though, isn't it? He is a bit gimpy. But, you know, just walk away from those people that call you a gimpy. <laughs> Walk away. <laughs> Walk away. No, I'll stick with a double denim and look like a gimp. Then I'll make you a solemn promise, Mike. You won't survive the apocalypse. Because <laughs> I'm not hanging around with someone who's wearing double denim. <laughs> but it's the apocalypse, no one cares. That's the whole point. I care. Other people <laughs> we meet reuse, will care. It's reusing, you know. Other people, other people we meet will care. Like, Why is that guy in double denim? I'm not hanging around with them fuckers. See it now. Not joining up with them. That guy's in double denim. Put listeners to the quo. <laughs> Not having it. Whatever happens in the apocalypse, no status quo record will remain unburned. Guarantee you. We're gonna check every fucking home we go by. <laughs> it's a bit extreme, isn't it? No, it's not. <laughs> they will never, ever be remembered. I will wipe them from the face of the earth. They do rocking all over the world. Yeah. yeah. Like it, I like it. I like it. Don't sing the quo in my presence, please. <laughs> Rocking no, all no, over no, the world. You sad fuckers. <laughs> I like a bit of quo. No, no one likes the quo. It's three chords over and over again. It's like reggae. <sighs> dictatorship. Mighty Spend Strikes again. It's a Ben Dictatorship. Right, this one's a bit out there. A woman breastfed cat on plane and refused to stop as her horrified passengers watched. (laughs) Horrified or aroused? Horrified, Ben. Someone must have been aroused. I'll guarantee you someone on that plane was aroused. Oh, I don't know. An in-flight message revealed that a cabin crew had asked a woman to stop breastfeeding a cat, but Hang on. refused. How would you get a in- cat on the plane? Yeah, you can take cats and dogs. Can, can you? I think now, yeah, if you buy seats, and especially in in America on mm. short-haul flights and stuff. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that fuck with their hearing when the plane went down? I don't know. They'll just swallow eventually. Yeah, I guess so. You know. I guess the dog would just be panting, wouldn't it? Mm. It seems unfair to make the dog sit upright in a plane seat for like a couple of hours. So it's not room to lie on, is there? Lie down, is there for it? Even in the footwell? I don't know, I guess it's the same as being on a bus. On the seat, wouldn't they? Yeah. So this isn't the first bizarre animal incident the airline has dealt with. Alright. So these shocked passengers reportedly watched on as she started to breastfeed her cat. She was on the Delta Air flight from Atlanta. To Atlanta. Oh, to Atlanta. Where from then? It doesn't say. Well, she was going to Atlanta. The breastfeed a cat. <laughs> breastfeed a cat. The air Imagine that. Communications <laughs> addressing a reporting system message read, 
Wreck Redcoat Meat AC Packs Passenger in seat A13 is breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in the carrier when the FA flight attendant requested. So that's what they sent over the over the radio. Yeah, it must be wreck red coat must be like sort of thing for the stewards and or the stewardesses or Yeah, they just sent a message post. to They're just basically saying, Look, we've we've had this difficult passenger deal with her when we get there kind of thing. Oh, Breastfeeding yeah. I'm not taking the cat off my tit, no. Mm. It loves it's feeding time. The message was shared on Twitter, where the, and the caption said, "Someone's just texted me this. What the actual hell?" Uh, <laughs> uh, so the American airline has been forced to tighten regulations regarding animals on board after um, an eighty-four percent spike in incidents involving emotional support animals. Oh, now, I know, now I know it's an emotional support animal. I feel kind of bad. I mean, she might have lost a baby, and she's nursing the cat to make up for it. It's that, a fucking, it's not right though, is it? I know it's not right, but who knows what goes on? It's weird as fuck. I man. know, but who knows what goes on? It's an emotional support animal. Maybe that's why she's breastfeeding it. I don't know. Seems logical to me. Yeah, it's quite possible, but is it good for the cat? Is it good for her? I don't know. She's very trusting of the cat. <laughs> yeah. Very trusting. I don't tend to fuss a cat for more than a minute and, mm-hmm. because I know it's going to scratch I'm me at some point. Where's her baby? Dead. What? That's what Ben's saying. He's saying the baby's died. And the cat's the emotional support yeah. animal. And she's breastfeeding the cat. What the fuck? No. That's where my mind went to anyway. It's possible. I don't know. But it's, it's, it's fucked up. Judging that it says, up. like, this is tightened regulations regarding an 84% spike in incidents involving emotional support animals. I'm guessing the cat's an emotional support animal. Yeah. Don't raise your eyebrow at me. How could a kitten be a re- emotional support? Of course. It's a baby replacing the one that she's maybe lost. Yeah, it's not just cats. You still wouldn't breastfeed. I don't know her mind. We don't know her mind's processing with this, do we? And I'll give you an emotional support animal for anything nowadays. If you think, yeah, if you think cats are weird, they've got emotional support turkeys. There you go. Possums, yeah. snakes, spiders and more. Yeah, because you can ter- interpret the term emotionally supportive broadly. So I go, oh, I don't want to go on holiday with that Max. Now he's my emotional support animal. Get him registered somehow. Loud in the plane then. Loud in the plane, boo, he can sit on the seat. Yeah. Well, the article goes on to say emotional support animals have been proven to provide relief for people suffering from mental health issues such as PTSD, anxiety and depression. Yeah, it's like, good. If, like if you've lost a baby and now you've decided to breastfeed a kid well, instead. No, I'm, I'm, the, the emotional support animal, I'm on board with the breastfeeding, I'm not. <laughs> no, Let's get that clear. <laughs> You're not doing breastfeeding cats on planes. No. You fascist! <laughs> you utter fascist! It's her right to do that! As a woman! As a grieving woman, why can't she breastfeed a kitten if she chooses to? I, I'm sorry, but my hair go purple then. Mm. <laughs> fascist. <What's her? laughs> oh, that's a low blow, you ginger bastard. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Claire. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's yeah. weird, that is. Yep. Just give it a little bottle while you're on the plane. Don't, 
you, you know, people get funny enough over just feeding your baby. Well, I've got nothing with that because that's natural, isn't it? This is unnatural. Yeah, but people do get weird. I know they do, yeah. Yeah, uh, and well, fuck them. It's natural, isn't it? Isn't it? You know, it's like someone come over and tap you on the shoulder and go, "Yeah, you do. This is great. This is great. You don't see many women breastfeeding these days." <laughs> I was just like, "Oh, is he getting off mm. on it?" Uh-huh. <laughs> quite possible. No, no. I think he was just sort of genuinely sort mm. of like, you know, not enough mothers do it because you know. Because of uh, the, the cancer milk they put in the kids oh, now. God. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm joking there. Listen, that's not bad. It's just, you know, it's no, there's different reasons for. Yeah, it's natural is better than powder, isn't it? Let's not Don't breastfeed these kittens. No, I mean the point of breastfeeding is not just for the milk, it's to get the antibodies and stuff from the mother. Yeah. You know the human antibodies, not cat antibodies. Yeah. It's not for the cat, is it? No. Maybe the cat won't get COVID nowadays. Maybe she's had a vaccine. That's still not an excuse. <laughs> it's not good enough. It's weird. Okay, well. And on that note, <laughs> it's weird, it is weird. Yeah. That's why we call it weird news. That's why we call it weird news, indeed. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Ben. Don't have a massive rave. Well, have a massive rave. We'll see you on the, in December. Mm-hmm. And the houses of Parliament. Yeah, man. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been clear, don't wear people's faces as your jacket. Or do. Oh. They're fake faces, it's fine. The minion. I loved it. Now I look. <laughs>